0: It's about culture now. It's like you're thumbing your nose at the process. part of politics and part of sports and part of gaming, and it's not just the future of money anymore.
2: As they push the conversation further with their own criticisms and reactions to the latest Bitcoin and crypto news from around the world. It believes crypto is bad and it wants it out.
0: I'm even old enough to remember when Microsoft was a kind of cool company in Silicon Valley.
1: Ben, you're old enough to remember when telegrams came over a wire under the sea.
0: (laughs) And just a reminder, Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. Hello, everybody. This is Opinionated, another podcast from Coindesk. And joining us today is Anna Bedakova.
2: Hi, guys.
1: And Danny Nelson. Hello, hello. I just finished my Cheerios in time for the episode. Excited to go.
0: Well, Cheerio, good, sir. And uh, how's your week going? It's Sin Week here at Coindesk. Are you feeling sinful, Danny? I'm always feeling sinful. Good. Absolutely. So Sin Week is our exploration of sin industries that includes sex work and porn and gambling and drugs and all of that stuff people actually do and care about. And we're wondering about the kind of intersection between those illicit industries and the world of Web3 and where Web3 can help maybe smooth out some of the difficulties faced by purveyors in that industry and also consumers and also trying to find out where the future is of sort of permissibility on the Internet. We're going to be exploring this today with a very special guest, Danny. Do you want to talk about that?
1: Yes, we have the creator of a crypto only fans. I guess that's the best way to describe it, called Proof of Peach. Her name is Crass Kitty. She's got a very interesting backstory and an even more interesting path forward for bringing porn platforms to the crypto masses and hopefully beyond with what she hopes is a more inclusive, privacy-protecting, more fair in terms of the economics platform for distributing and consuming porn so you know for sin week we got there's nothing better so i guess the peach is the uh is the derriere right i guess i think it you know it's very astute observation i think you might be right right not sure we'll have to ask okay so we're here with crass kitty the creator of proof of peach we want to dive into what it's trying to do in this most sinful of weeks here at Coindesk and what it's trying to accomplish for creators that you think can only be done with crypto. So, Crass Kitty, welcome to the show. Welcome.
3: Hello. Hello. Thank you.
1: So, yeah, we'd love to just hear some backstory about how you created Proof of Peach, what it's trying to accomplish, what your vision for it is.
3: Yeah, Proof of Peach has been like creation that has been brewing for like the past Six or seven years for me, I would say, which is a weird thing to say, but I'm 27. And when I was 18, I was a stripper and a cam girl. And I later got involved in tech, ended up working at something called FetLife, which is like kinky Facebook. And this is when I first encountered the fact that MasterCard and Visa control the porn we see on the internet because they had shut down FetLife's payment processing. And my job as a product manager there was to re enable their credit card processing by taking the content that MasterCard and Visa had described as not allowed, basically, which is very vague. And figuring out which content did fit, which ones didn't, and creating a moderation system in order to re-enable credit card processing. In the process of this though, I ended up being one of the people who helped a lot of sex workers get removed from FetLife site, which really broke my heart. When I left FetLife, I ended up joining Near Protocol, which is a blockchain, if anybody's listening and doesn't know that. I was one of the first ten team members there and later ended up building an NFT marketplace on Nier called Pluminite. And the reason I ended up joining here in the first place, I was actually very skeptical. I thought crypto was a scam, as many people do coming into the industry. It isn't a scam.
1: Yeah, I'm not convinced.
3: It's not a scam. Believe it or not. I was two weeks into my contract in year and we were talking with an engineer and they're like, yeah, censorship resistant payments is like the big propagation of blockchain. And I was like, does that mean sex workers could get paid without Visa and MasterCard like messing with them? And they're like, yes. And I was like, I'm in. And I dove. Head first into crypto. And I started doing these like user interviews with OnlyFans creators and sex workers and, you know, adult stars in like 2018 or 2019, like very early on. And it's like, eventually I'm going to build crypto OnlyFans. This is going to happen. This is the right use case. This is like the thing. Yes, yeah, so that's how Proof of Peach came to be. I ended up being at Degenerate Ape Academy last summer, being one of the co-founders there.
1: Degenerate Apes for our listeners is one of the more popular NFT collections on Solana.
3: Yeah, really loved building on Solana, Found it easy to onboard users, easy to build on. And so that is why Proof of Peach is deployed on Solana. That's why Proof of Peach exists is because of like this weird history I have with being a sex worker while also like, you know, payment processors and product and crypto. And it just kind of all came together to be this dream for me that I genuinely just want to see sex workers make the amount of money that they deserve to make in a way that is fair, ethical, and also make sure that they consistently get paid.
1: So if you could explain to us how crypto accomplishes that censorship-resistant payments that you really can't find with MasterCard and Visa.
3: So MasterCard and Visa have an interesting thing where they basically get to decide when and if they withdraw your ability to use their payment processor, right? And like I said, they have roughly two paragraphs. There's actually an entire company out there that exists that their job is to interpret those two paragraphs in the rules and then tell you if your content is allowed or not. And it's like, that's wild to me. Blockchain solves this because there is no one person or, you know, group of C-level executives or anything that can say, oh, this app violates our terms of service on the blockchain and and take it away, right? That's that's just not a thing. And so that's really fascinating to me, the way that you can pay for anything on-chain. And a lot of people think that on-chain means anonymous, and that's actually not true at all. Like there is no anonymity on the blockchain. It's a permanent ledger. But there's nobody to say you can't send this money if you want to, which is very important.
2: This is kind of a feature of any blockchain, that it's uncensorable, unstoppable payment method. However, I'm curious why you decided to build your entire product on blockchain, why NFTs, why token-gated content. Maybe you can tell us a little bit in a nutshell how it works and why not just use crypto as a payment method, but build all this machinery with minting, NFTs, and so on and so forth.
3: Totally. So I think there's a big value prop to having a token-gated content. So first of all, the content on our site is not on-chain. The porn on our site is not on-chain because that means that creators have the ability to withdraw their consent at any time, which is very important to us. The other big thing is we do token-gate your access to the porn with an NFT, which means that you'll mint a free membership token to each creator that you want to collect a token to. These membership tokens are non-pornographic. They're just like little images in your wallet. The cool thing about them is they uptick every time you purchase a piece of content. So like, if the creator uploads a new piece of premium or paid content, you would then be able to see that reflect on that graphic. And then if you purchased one, you would also reflect on that graphic. So it's like a gamification system, kind of like, ooh, who's my most loyal fan or you know, stuff like that. The other interesting aspect of token gating is that it allows us to do something called Civic Key, which is an age verification system. So we can tie this with the wallet that got the token and not allow you to mentally do this but this means i believe we're the first porn site in the entire world to actually age verify our fans and not just our creators and i don't mean just to check boxes as are you over 18 i mean we're actually asking you to do your id with your selfie
0: you talked about censorship resistance and taking back control as to what we can provide and watch on the internet in terms of porn just talk about the kind of from the point of view of the actual sex work of the performer i mean do they get the money they deserve from these traditional systems? And are you offering them more of the pie than they would normally get?
3: Yeah, so I think the typical industry standard is about 20% that is taken from creators. OnlyFans does this, I think a couple others do as well. We are taking 10%, which is like pretty low as an industry standard. That's like just enough to keep our doors open basically. Also, there's a cap how much you can earn on a lot of these sites. Like there's a cap for how much you can charge. You can say like, if I wanted to sell a video on OnlyFans, the most I could charge is $100 because of the Bella Thorne incident that happened um, right. a while back ago. And so that that's really frustrating for creators because they may create content that took more than $100 to produce and they may only have a couple people who are willing to purchase it, right? And so it gets really frustrating on their end because they have a cap for how much they can charge. And so we believe in no caps. We believe in 10%. And we also believe in instantaneous payouts, which is again, kind of a revolutionary thing in the porn and sex worker industry is that You don't have to wait for it to hit your bank account in X amount of days. Your crypto is automatically deposited in your wallet. And if you use an exchange that has instant deposits, you could get it as soon as like realistically 30 minutes if you get good at it, right?
0: And you're using USDC, the stablecoin for payouts. Why did you choose that?
3: Yeah, well, I think a lot of creators are scared of crypto because of the volatility and the fluctuations, which is understandable if, if you're trying to pay your rent. And you didn't cash out the day before from your wallet and it crashed that day. And now you can't pay your rent. That's that's kind of scary, right? I think we can all empathize with that. And so we did USCC for payouts. For pay-ins, we accept Solana, USCC, and Dust, which is another token on Solana.
1: Now, you know, I've been in crypto for a while. And in fact, for a little story time, long, long ago in 2018, in the dark ages. Long, long ago. Yeah, long ago when I was just a young man. I came across a coin that had a funny name. It was called Booty. I was the coin of a spank chain. I wasn't that interested in, let's just say, paying for porn, but I thought that the name Booty was funny. So I bought $100 of it. Fast forward, <laughs> I, I later lost $100 on it because the exchange I was holding it in got hacked. All that aside, Booty is just one example of, and Spank Chain is just one example of a very, you know, there's quite a lot of attempts in crypto. To do something with porn, there's Spank Chain, there's ComRocket, I think's another one of them. There's a whole bunch of ones that all have variations of how do we bring pornographic content to crypto. As far as I can tell, none of them have really, you know, erected or taken off, so to speak, quite yet. Uh, that was a terrible one. I'm so sorry, everybody. None of them have really uh, come rocketed quite yet. But I'm wondering, like, how do you see Proof of Peach going? Like, obviously you want it to be a success, but how are you coming at this? Oh, wow, that's a bad one. No, that was also great. How are you coming at this in a way that will make it succeed when others haven't?
3: I think it's a lot to do with usability is is a big thing and like friendliness to new users. So I've seen a lot of these platforms around and, and some of them are of the belief that like you have to apply, you have to have enough followers, you have to like be somebody before you can create with them. A lot of them do the content as NFTs, which, I mean, it's just kind of weird because if you're ever creating porn as a young adult and then you decide that you don't want to create porn anymore, can't exactly remove your NFTs from the blockchain, right? And then I think the other aspect is just like, you know, with SpankChain in particular, they are mainly a payment processor now for sex workers, which is incredibly beautiful and important. Amin and I have actually talked quite a bit about Proof of pH and, and that's been really cool to, to talk to an expert like that.
1: He's a wild one. I spoke to him about Moloch that for 40 minutes once. It's absolutely insane.
0: I interviewed him in his dressing gown once.
3: Seems like Amin. <laughs> Amin Salamani is the CEO and founder of SpinkChain, somebody who's amazingly like kind of grandfathered porn on in blockchain together and has just been a really awesome person to know and also be inspired by. And so, yeah, I think what ProofitPH aims to do that's different We have a lot of usability built in just from like the get-go. We're mobile-friendly, we're desktop-friendly just on launch, which is like kind of a bigger accomplishment in crypto and pretty standard in Web2. We actually adopted a lot of Web2 practices. We're doing like email blasts, which is almost unheard of in crypto. Just a lot of interesting aspects that we're taking from Web2 and bringing back to Web3 and just seeing what works and what sticks. Honestly, I'm going to be very transparent. I don't expect us to be a rocket ship of growth, right? Like we're not going to erect immediately and go off to the moon. I expect this to be a growth pattern that is sustainable and also helpful in the terms of we are able to have time to build new products and new features based on our feedback with our users. I think the biggest thing that makes us stand out is that we are, you know, one of I think there's two others in the space, maybe one other, that have been founded by ex sex workers or and you never really stop being a sex worker, let's be real. Once you're sexy, you know it. And so uh <laughs> We have this like relationship with our creators that is just, I think, very different. We don't look at them as ways to make money and we instead look at how can we make them money. And I think that attitude and that mentality is really a a big differentiator. Our tech is also like doing cutting edge things, like I mentioned earlier, but I think just maintaining that humble attitude of like, I have been in your shoes, I've been on this side of the screen, and I will never build a product that abuses you while you're on this side of the screen.
1: Hey, this is Eleanor Paul, associate producer at Coindesk Podcasts. If you like this show, we'd love to hear from you. Shout us out on your socials or email us at podcasts at coindesk.com. Want to hear more crypto news and analysis? Head over to the Coindesk Podcast Network to listen to The Breakdown with NLW as he fuses daily news pieces to build a larger narrative explaining the power shifts in crypto, politics, markets, and more. Or check out the Coindesk Reports feed for Money Reimagined with Sheila Warren and Michael Casey as they explore the connections between finance and human culture with high-profile guests. If you want to hear about crypto, Coindesk has got you covered. Now back to the show.
0: Just a reminder to listeners that we are interviewing Crass Kitty. She is the founder of Proof of Peach, And this is for Sin Week, which is our investigation of all things Illicit and Web3. Can you just give us a a few examples of the type of content that you're offering, just so uh, our readers and listeners can understand it?
1: This is a family show, Ben.
0: Well, I I know, but we need to know what we're talking about here.
3: We have a no-face girl who is launching with us. She is top 20 most searched on Pornhub for the past year as an amateur model. So that's pretty exciting. We have roughly 32 Not roughly exactly 32 creators who have signed up and want to create with us. So, what you should expect if you're coming to Proof of Peach is the ability to see your free porn from somebody that you mint a membership token to. And this is again a big differentiator for us. Not a lot of sites offer free porn on crypto, Um, it's mostly all paid. We know that not everybody wants to pay for their porn. So, you can go mint a free, unlimited membership token to a creator that you're interested in. Look at their free feed where they get, you know, shadow banned on Twitter for posting this stuff or. Wherever they would post it, they usually have an issue with it. So now you have a free place to aggregate all of your porn that is free. And then also, if you feel like supporting that creator, if you feel like purchasing, please do so because you can do that with proof of pH and it'll get added to that membership token that you minted for free. And so if you ever transfer that token to a new wallet, you'll have to do age verification again, but all of the content that is unlocked with that token is there. So it's like tying content to the membership token. Does that make sense to everybody?
0: Interesting. So the NFT is not playing that familiar role that we see, say, on OpenSea, where it's rising and falling in value. It's playing a utility sort of role.
3: Yeah, I can't picture a scenario where somebody trades these for money. like Because anybody could just mint one and buy the exact porn they wanted versus the porn you wanted.
2: So the user gets access to that feed. And what generates profit for creators after that?
3: You mint this free token and you get in for free. You get to see all their free porn. And then if you want to purchase like more premium content or exclusive content, you can buy individual pieces of content, Manyvid style, which is like a platform where you buy individual videos. Basically, we're anticipating five to 10% of all their free fans to turn into paid users, paid consumers of their porn. We adopted like a sauce model from like two, basically, which is do a freemium, you know, because they've kind of figured out that if you cap your user base, you cap how much you can earn. And we didn't want to do that to our creators, which is why it's a free unlimited mint per creator.
1: I'd love to talk a little bit more about the permanence of NFT issue. This whole idea of like, do we make porn NFTs and the reasons why you think we shouldn't? I'd love to hear more about that because it's definitely going against at least what some of the other crypto porn platforms have tried to do.
3: I don't necessarily think we shouldn't. I think that it is something that a lot of creators are not as aware of what they're doing as they should be. There's a lack of education there, and that's what bothers me. I've run into creators who are like, yeah, I didn't know that I couldn't delete my porn if I minted it as an NFT. I had no idea. And so maybe with like more established creators, creators who've been in the industry for a while, I'm not as worried about them, honestly, because they are committed to this industry. If you could call their name, they pop up immediately, stuff like that. I am worried about the younger, you know, just entering adulthood, wanting to make, like, good money, wanting to get into sex work, and and as they should. I mean, I was a sex worker at 18, too. Like, I get it. I worry about them not realizing just how permanent this is. There's also this aspect of, like, when I was a cam girl, I asked them later to remove my content because I, I would become a Twitch streamer and I didn't want people on my Twitch stream finding my pornography they kind of held me hostage and they're like no like there's this clause where we don't have to remove it for like x amount of years or I don't know it was just wild to me and that really bothered me and as somebody that's now building a platform I never want my creators to feel that way right like I never want them to feel like they're being held hostage by a platform that they're either not earning from anymore or that they're not interested in working with and I'm not pretentious enough to think that they're always going to want to work with me right so I think it's very important that you you have the ability to remove your content from any platform that you're publishing to I think it's just really, really important that creators are educated about the fact that if they are minting NFT porn, it is permanent. And also, I think a lot of people don't realize that it's visible in everybody else's wallet if it's an NFT.
0: Crescetti, I just wanted to ask you, you mentioned intriguingly earlier the role that MasterCard and Visa effectively have in sort of censoring the pornography that we can and can't watch online. How does that work exactly? Intriguingly, you mentioned a single company that was basically reviewing and, and monitoring and enforcing this policy that they have. How, how does that work exactly? And what does that mean for you as a platform?
3: Uh, it's, it's a mess is how it works. So I don't know if you guys know this, but you may have realized if you've gone on Pornhub in the past like year, search for certain videos, it's harder to find certain things maybe that you've been looking for. They actually went from roughly... 14 million videos to like four in the past year because of MasterCard and Visa shutting them down.
0: Seriously? Well,
3: yeah. When I say MasterCard and Visa dictate the porn we watch on the internet, I don't mean like that as a joke. Like They really do dictate what you can and cannot find. At FetLife, I don't even think the company that currently tells people like, okay, this is the interpretation of MasterCard and Visa's two paragraph thing. I don't think they were around when I was at Life because I remember I reached out to so many MasterCard and so many Visa employees. Like, can you please help me understand, like as a product manager, what is violating here? And they were like, no. (laughs) And I was like, thanks. And so it's just very vague. It feels very much like a power grab that is like based in some sort of anti-porn movement. I have no idea how else to describe it, but it's very frustrating. I know that sex workers are a big thing they're not a fan of. So like paying porn stars or paying anybody who does sex work not allowed in almost any scenario. This is why most of the things like OnlyFans and Pornhub pay their creators with direct transfers like direct bank wires and that takes a couple of days is because MasterCard and Visa will not they're just not cool with paying their creators in that way. And so that's very frustrating as an XX worker and also just like as a person who wants to pay for porn and wants my creators to like feel supported, you know?
0: But I guess the argument here is these are private companies they're providing a service and they can provide it to whoever they want. Bingo. And you can go somewhere else if you don't want to use their services. But they do have this kind of de facto kind of monopoly over the payment system, right? I mean, most of us are used to using Visa and MasterCard to pay for things.
2: At FetLife, we were
3: processing memberships in Bitcoin and Subway gift cards because we couldn't do anything else. And I, I don't know why Subway gift cards, but it was Subway gift cards. Fascinating stuff. But yeah, like it's just weird because how do you get people to pay for a product if they don't have the easy access to do so?
2: I wanted to go back to the question of the ability of creators to delete the content if they feel like doing that. And where is the content itself? Because NFT is just a token, right? It's just a record on the blockchain. So the actual piece of content that token leads to, where is it stored? Yeah.
3: Yeah. And I hope my developers, like, don't quote me on this. They're going to kill me if I get this wrong, but I should know this. We're not doing any content as NFTs. That's a fact. At this point, none of the content is actually NFTs. It's all token-gated access by an NFT. The content is stored in an S3 bucket right now, I believe, which is just a secure methodology of holding content in a way that other people can't get to it easily without that token-gated access.
2: All right, so if the creators need their content deleted, they need to write to you and ask you to do that, just like if they did on other platforms. the, The difference is that you are more sympathetic to their needs.
3: Basically, yeah. I mean, it's pretty simple. We have a policy in place where if your content has been published for X amount of time we'll delete it as long as you give us X amount of notice. Because we also do something really unique where if you do delete your content, but you've had people pay for it, we will reimburse everybody who paid for your content with coupons that they can use and other creators for the value that they've spent, which is really unique. I don't think many people take care of the paying fans in that way if content gets deleted for them.
1: I have a one final question. What's that? Do you have any insight into how willing people have been to actually pay for porn with crypto? Like Pornhub has had, an option in the past. I don't know if you know if that's been used or not used, but that would definitely be the most mainstream access point. Is that something that people have been receptive to?
3: I don't know about their statistics. I know that I've seen enough projects launching in crypto that have done well enough. I've also seen enough fail. I've had one of my own fail. Even if it's not a lot of people willing to pay for porn, there's enough of them willing to spend enough money to make it justifiable and worthwhile for a creator. Does mm. that make sense? Cool.
1: Ben, Ben's got some hand twitching going on over there.
3: You're you muted, Ben.
1: Ben you're still muted.
2: Ben, you're muted! Ben,
1: well, I think I can interpret Ben's finger wagging.
3: I was trying as well.
1: Uh to be uh expressing his <laughs> displeasure at this sinful topic. No, 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 no not at all. <laughs> this is my this is my idea. This is he's my sinful week. Poo-pooing all this. He still has his nineteen fifties pinup girls on the wall. He's he's too old for all this new age porn stuff. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs>
3: We heard that, so that worked. That's great.
1: Good. Well, Crest Kitty, it's been a
0: pleasure to have you on the show and very best of luck with the new platform. When are you actually launching
3: them? Thursday, September 1st. Very exciting. Very exciting. Good luck. Thank you.
1: We'll be paying attention. At least someone here was able to get a rise out of Ben. (laughs)
0: Uh, this was uh this was the opinionated podcast and that was anna Bedakova calling in from tbilisi georgia and it was danny nelson calling in i
1: think from the the seventh depth of hell
0: accurate for sin week this has been sin week and i'm ben schiller the uh, features editor here thanks very much for listening and we'll talk to you next time bye-bye
2: stay free stay sinful
1: stay sexy
0: Coindesk is calling all visionaries in the digital economy to present at its newest event, Ideas. Ideas is the place for you to present your market opportunity in front of leading investors poised to help you get your idea off the ground. Apply to become a presenter at Ideas 2022 at Coindesk today. Visit coindesk.com ideas for more information. You've been listening to Opinionated with Ben Schiller, Anna Batakova, and Danny Nelson. This episode has been produced and edited by Eleanor Paul with announcements by Michelle Musso. If you have any questions or comments, we would love to hear from you. Please reach out to us at podcast at Coindesk.com, subject line Opinionated, or leave us a review on your favorite podcast player. Thanks for listening.